You are listening to the Super Moms Getting Tired podcast. I'm your host, Tori Henderson, and this is episode 106. All links and show notes can be found by going to lifecoachingforparents.com slash 106. Welcome to the Super Mom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Teacher, and Recovering Supermom, Tori Henderson. Hello, Supermoms. How's everybody doing out there? I'm doing well. My house has not burned down. (laughs) It got very, very close, like within, oh, I don't know, three miles. And so far, so good. They've just actually downgraded us from mandatory evacuation to an evacuation warning. So I am taking that as a very positive sign. But boy, has it been a long four weeks that we've been out of that house and a disappointing summer because that we were expecting to be up on the lake. That's kind of the time of year when you want to be there. So very sad for the people who've lost their homes. It ended up being like the largest wildfire in the history of California. Uh, And amazingly, no lives have been lost, lots of structures, Um, but everyone has remained safe. So I'm grateful for that. So here we are at the end of August. And today's question comes from Allison. And she wants to know, how can I stop feeling so crappy all the time? So great question. Let's dive in and see what she has to say. Allison writes, School has started, and I'm excited for my kids to be out of the house and in the classroom. As I was walking towards the school at the end of the day to pick them up, I saw a class out on the playground. These kids were running, playing, laughing, and having a great time. Some of their masks were on, some were half on, half off, but they were living in the moment, having fun. Instead of appreciating that these kids were happily playing together, I kept focusing on their masks. I was thinking about how they were too young for vaccines and that as soon as COVID starts spreading around the school, they're probably going to shut down and send the kids back home again after quarantine. I started worrying about how contagious the Delta variant is and that even vaccinated people can get it. I can't even deal with my relatives who are illogically refusing to get the vaccine. I'm worried things are never going to return to normal. I want to enjoy life again like the kids at recess were. I thought returning to school would help things seem normal and help me feel better. And it has a little, but it seems all anyone wants to talk about is COVID, masks, vaccines, and I'm just sick of it. What can I do to stop feeling so crappy all the time? So today's answer, there's not really a parent educator answer today, it's all life coaching, is I want to tell you, Allison, that the good news is that the first two steps to feeling less crappy, you've already accomplished. The first step, I would say, is to notice that your brain is focusing on negative things, right? Negative thoughts. 
So all of us, our brains are constantly running commentary inside our heads without us even realizing it, right? It's kind of subconscious, just a tape recorder that plays in our brain. We might go from happy to sad to mad to crazy all in the course of one minute because our brain is jumping from one thought to the other. We think that we feel happy because our boss gave us a compliment, or we feel sad because there was a dead cat in the road. We think that the circumstances we encounter dictate our emotions, but that isn't the case. Always, there is a thought inside our head that is creating that emotion. And we know this because two people might receive the same compliment from the same boss And one is going to feel happy and appreciated and grateful. And the other one is going to say, oh, he didn't really mean that. He was just saying that because, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, she was just trying to win me over. People interpret things differently. So it's the thoughts that we think that are creating the emotions in our head. You already noticed that. You didn't say that the kid's mask wearing was making you crazy. You said that seeing their on-off careless mask wearing was causing you to think worrisome thoughts. This is a huge distinction. We cannot control other people's mask wearing, conversation topics, vaccine choices, We can't control people at all. They're going to say and do whatever they want. So when you believe that people, other people's actions are making you feel a certain type of way, it's going to cause you to feel powerless. You are already feeling crappy. So let's not add crappy and powerless to the mix. You want to feel powerful. And when you Feel shitty because the thoughts inside your head are negative. Well, guess who has control over the thoughts inside your head? You do. So this is great news because if your emotions, your feeling crappy is coming from the thoughts inside your brain and you have the power to change what you think about, then that gives you the feeling of being powerful and from there you can create change. So the first step into feeling less crappy is to recognize that it's your thoughts that are creating the emotions. The second step to feeling less crappy is to have a yearning, a desire for something better. Once you notice how you feel and the thoughts that are causing it, the next step is to spend time thinking about how you want to feel. The circumstances are going to remain the same. People are still getting sick and dying of COVID. Some people will still choose not to get vaccinated. There isn't a vaccine approved for kids yet. Masks still do a great job of protecting us. So all of those circumstances will remain the same. But without any of that changing, you still get to decide how you want to feel and what you want to think about. You say you want to feel joyful like the kids at recess. But it might be hard to go from shitty to joyful without sounding like a fake motivational Hallmark card. (laughs) So 
we want to really watch out for this. If you just start thinking positive thoughts like every day and every way, life is getting better and better, and you don't really believe that, your body, your higher self is going to reject it. And so we've got to make sure that whatever thoughts you're choosing to think resonate as true with you. Okay, so we can't just make up happy thoughts and convince ourselves that they are true. They've got to resonate. They've got to feel true in the body. So when you have a circumstance like COVID that is such a trigger for negative thoughts and worrying for you, you'll want to shift from being really specific, you know, looking at masks on and off, worrying about vaccines. That's pretty specific. You want to move and get more general. In order to feel joyful in the present moment, you need to widen out your lens and think more generally. So right now, in this moment, all is well. You are healthy. Your kids are happy. Your kids are healthy. You have air to breathe and food to eat. In this moment, it is safe to relax, to take a deep breath, and to appreciate the things you see around you. There's nothing that needs to change. In this moment, all is well. And that's all we ever have is this present moment. So if you can think thoughts like that and you feel your body start to unwind a little bit, start to soften and loosen, then that's how your body responds to the truth with ease and you can take a deeper breath. That's a positive sign. So let's try some general thoughts like this. COVID is a virus. Our world has seen many viruses. This is not the first or the last, just one of many. This isn't new. It's just a part of being a citizen of the human race. I like being part of this human community. If COVID is the price to pay for having a human experience, I'm in. It's worth it. Try those thoughts on and see, did you feel any tension, any tightening? If so, they're not good thoughts for you. If you felt a loosening, a softening, or like a resonance of like, oh yeah, this is just a virus like many other viruses. And People have survived in the past and they'll survive in the future. And it's not anything I need to be alarmed about. If that resonates as true with you, then great. If not, you might just be too sensitive to the topic of COVID. So like our brains are very efficient. If you've been spending the last 18 months worrying about COVID, your brain's got some well-myelinated synapses there, and it's just going to super easily go into fear and worry. And so if that's the case for you, you felt like a tightening, then let's just try not to think about COVID altogether. Okay, let's get back to, in this moment, all is well. I can look around me and notice that I'm not in any immediate danger, that my family is currently safe, and it's okay to relax and enjoy the moment. So the first step in feeling less crappy is to notice that your thoughts are what's creating the negative emotion. The second step is to have a desire to feel better. 
really think about how you want to feel. Do I want to feel joyful, peaceful, calm? Do I want to feel content? Really think about it and remind yourself, I want to feel at peace. I want to feel at peace. I want to feel at peace. And see if that gives you that softening in the body, that resonance as truth. The third step to stop, to not feel less crappy is to give equal time to positive thoughts as you do to negative. So really think about how much time have you spent worrying about COVID, thinking about all the scary things, all the negative aspects of the pandemic, how much, how many hours, how many minutes, how many days, (laughs) how many months have you been focusing on this? So what we focus on expands. It starts to get bigger. It starts to seem like everywhere I go, this is all that people want to talk about. Every time I turn on the TV, that's all I'm hearing about. Where we're, this is the, how the law of attraction works, right? What you focus on expands and gets bigger and it starts to feel very, very prevalent, like almost like you can't escape it. So if you've been spending a lot of time on the negative aspects of COVID, I want you to consider giving equal time to thoughts that bring you a feeling of love, safety, and beauty. So fear and love are two different parts of the brain. You cannot be in both at the same time. So if you are worrying, you cannot also be loving. If you're worried about your kids, you can't also be loving them. (laughs) Moms usually like want to argue that one with me that's not true. I love my kids, but I'm so worried about them. Two different brain states. So for every minute you spend in fear, try and deliberately spend equal time in love, safety, or beauty. So look around you right now. In this moment, are you safe? Name some things you see right in front of you. Is there any immediate threat? If not, then it's safe for you to sit back, close your eyes, and relish in your current safety. Take a deep breath in, knowing that you're safe, that you're not about to be attacked. You're not about to die of starvation or dehydration or forest fire or not being able to breathe air in your lungs. In this moment, you are safe. Now open your eyes. And look around you and see things that are beautiful. Look at the kids playing at the recess. Notice the flowers blooming on the trees. Notice that people are wearing masks out of love to protect the health of people they don't even know. Notice how the teachers are so happy to have the students back in school. How has COVID increased the love that people have for one another? Which TV shows can you watch that remind you about the importance of love, beauty, creativity? Can you think about people or maybe animals that you spend time with who radiate love? With whom do you feel safest? Where do you feel safe? In your backyard? In your bed? Hugging your kids? Just sit and savor those feelings. Give equal time 
to the feelings of love, safety, and beauty as you have giving to fear, worry, and lack, scarcity, all those negative emotions. Do you remember Maslow's hierarchy of needs from your high school psychology class? I was just teaching about this. I just gave um, taught three little mini classes um, for, I called it tween talks. So three little classes, three things to talk to your kids about before they turn 13. And because usually I talk about um, sex ed and I have a free webinar. If you didn't get a chance to watch it, you can watch the recording still by going to timeforthetalk.com and you can watch the class. Five ways to have the talk, meaning like sex ed talk with your kids without making it awkward. So if you go to timeforthetalk.com, you can watch that free webinar and sign up for my Time for the Talk class. So anyways, on one of those tween talks, I thought I'd talk about other topics besides sexuality. And one of them I want I talked about was Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And so there is this pyramid with the very top of it being self-actualization, meaning like feeling like you're living one's best self, you're living your best life, achieving one's full potential, full access to your creativity, your intuition. Self-actualization is right at the top of the pyramid. At the bottom of the pyramid, I'll call it level one, is your physiological needs. So you cannot self-actualize unless you're getting your basic physiological needs met. You need to have clean air, water, food, shelter, clothing, warmth, and rest. So, and sleep is not, I should say sleep. So if you're a mom of a young kid or baby still at home, and you aren't getting enough sleep, that is your base level physiological needs. You cannot live your best life unless you are getting enough sleep, enough food, enough air to breathe, rest, and warmth, okay? So that's level one, physiological needs. Level two is safety. To feel healthy, to feel like your property is your property and that nobody's going to take it you know, to like leave the house and come back and see that everything is as you left it, gives us a sense of safety. That when we park our car in our driveway at night and it's still there again in the morning, it gives us a feeling of safety. Uh, For Americans, especially, income is very tied to our feeling of safety, that we need to know we have a certain amount of money in the bank or a certain amount of money coming in, and that gives us a feeling of safety. Level three is love and belonging friendship, intimacy, connection, and family. Level four is esteem, your status. You want to feel respected. You want to feel free, free to do what you want to do, to uh, feeling like you're being recognized and known for something, like looked up to, appreciated, respected. And then level five is self-actualization, being your best self and living your best life. So what keeps happening is we live in this world of rapid change, these unpredictability with whether it's global warming and we can't predict the weather or whether it's COVID thinking it's over and now it's not and thinking schools are going to come back and now we have to wear masks and not wanting to have to quarantine and all this rapid change and unpredictability is affecting the mental health of a lot of people. 
So this global weirding, as I'm going to call it, is dropping people back down to level two, where they have to focus on their safety. They might have food and water and shelter, but they don't feel safe because they're watching the news and they're seeing their loved ones as now a threat. So it's like, you could kill me because you're not vaccinated. Or, you know, we're seeing our neighbors, our our community as a dangerous place to be. And so it's causing so many people to drop down into level two fears that it's hard to not pick up on some of that anxiety. Emotions are contagious. So you don't get to feel respected, free, or intimately connected with others because safety comes before levels three, four, and five. So when you hear people say like, wearing a mask takes away my freedom and you take, you're trying to steal my freedom by mandating that I'm vaccinated, that's coming from fear. That's not coming from your best self. It's not coming from love or connection. It's coming from this level two fear. You're taking away my freedom because the brain is screaming lack and attack. Lack. There's not enough you know, people vaccinated. There's not enough freedom to go around. There's not enough people who are doing the right thing. An attack of like, you're trying to steal something from me. If these people who say wearing masks takes away my freedom, if they could feel safe and loved and connected, they would realize that they are free and they always have been. And no law or rule is going to change that. That, of course, you're free. So in order to feel less crappy, we've all got to let go of fear. We've got to elevate out of level two, recognize that we are safe. There is no immediate threat. Just because your brain is watching too much news and telling you it's dangerous does not make it so that you are loved, that you have connections and community, and that you are revered and respected and you are free. In order to reach our full potential, we've got to let go of fear. In order to feel respected, revered, and free, we need to let go of fear. In order to feel love, belonging, and connection, we need to let go of fear. You have a choice. You can choose to respond to global weirding with fear by watching the news, worrying about the world, getting frustrated with those who don't think like you, getting mad on social media, clinging to the past, thinking things should be changing more quickly than they are. It's all creating stress. You get mad at people for not thinking like you. That creates stress. You don't have to manage your brain. You can let other scared, stressed people dictate your emotions. That is option number one. Many people are responding this way. There is a mental health crisis going on. You will be in very good company. You will feel justified and righteous. But there is another way to respond to global weirding. You can choose to use these uncertain times to become a better version of you. Instead of joining in the group anxiety, 
you can become an emotional leader. Deliberately choosing to feel peaceful and loving no matter what the circumstances. You can focus on beauty, safety, peace, and joy, all of which surrounds you all the time. You can hire a life coach to help you illuminate your blind spots and step into a higher version of yourself so that it feels true on the inside. You're not just faking it on the outside. You can manage your mind, deliberately choosing what to think about, what to focus on, how to feel, and to take actions that reinforce the beliefs that you are loved, free, respected, safe, and beautiful. This is not an easy path. I will not lie to you. You're having to go against the tide. You're becoming a leader instead of a follower. Where other people, your family, your neighbors, other you know, moms around you, your friends, that they're going to mirror you instead of you mirroring them. Like you're going to choose the emotion to infect them with. It's not easy, but it is absolutely doable. And I feel like we are at a precipice where everybody is going to have to choose. You're going to have to either join with this, the worrying and the scarcity and the fear or, and the disconnection, or you're going to use your brain. Don't let it use you. So let's say you want to choose the second path. You want to learn how to elevate above the base levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, above level one, and you want to feel safe. You want to feel connected. You want to feel loved. You want to feel free so that you can be the best version of yourself. Like, let's say you want that, but you don't have a community around you that supports these ideas. You're going to have to step outside your comfort zone and take a leadership role. It is too important to wait and hope that your mom, your sister-in-law, or your partner is going to self-actualize so that you don't have to. And you can just vibrate off of them and let them be the leader. I really feel like, moms, this is our chance to step up. We are already leaders in our homes with our children. Like It's time for us to step up and take on this leadership of managing the mind. Allison here has already taken the first two steps. She knows that that she feels crappy because of her thoughts and she knows how she wants to she wants to feel differently. She wants to feel like the kids on the playground. The next step is just learning to manage your mind. That's what I've been trained for. That's what life coaches are taught to to help people with. Right? I help people use their minds to get what they want. That's not just a career or a peaceful home life, but to create a world that you want to live in by changing how you think and feel on the inside. It is totally doable, and now it has become more important than ever. Today's Supermom Kryptonite. <laughs> have you heard this quote by Jim Rohn? that says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Good Lord. I remember when I heard that I was, you know, at home with kids and craziness. And I thought, this is a terrible quote. (laughs) No wonder 
feel crazy all the time. The people I'm hanging out with are children. They're all nutty. And, you know, my husband wasn't really helping me self-actualize at that point in time. So you think about the people that you spend the most time with. It is so easy for their little voices, their emotions, their opinions to start dominating your brain. If you've got a partner and three kids, that does not leave a lot of room left for positive, uplifting people to step in and help you out. So this makes our media diet and our online community that much more important, okay? Because you're already hanging out with crazy kids. And hopefully they're delightful and sunny, but if you're hanging out with adolescents and they're grumpy and not so delightful, then it makes it that much more important for you to get out there and find people that are living the way you want to live, feeling the way you want to feel, and thinking the way you want to think. So be very careful to take in positive, uplifting news, people, movies, and information that vibrate at a higher level of energy. Notice who lights you up when you're with them. Who makes you feel like the best version of you? Notice what TV shows you watch where you're just kind of feeling elevated afterwards. You're feeling excited about life. You're feeling optimistic. Notice who or what drains your energy, makes you worried or anxious, and avoid it. Be mindful of your media diet and be really conscientious about who you spend time with. Today's Superman Power Boost is weirdly contradictory. Today's Superman Power Boost is to be around other people who feel crappy too. So like attracts like. If you're feeling crappy, the last thing you want is to be around someone who thinks that, you know, everything is great and looks at the world through rose-colored glasses and the glasses half full. And (laughs) it just feels like, ugh, like they're not validating you. The best match for you when you're feeling crappy is someone else who feels crappy but wants to feel better. If you know someone else who's kind of in the dumps, not enjoying life, but doesn't want to stay stuck there, invite them over. Glass of wine, cup of tea, commiserate. Just have a chat. And notice how you feel afterwards. If you feel seen, heard, felt, awesome. If you feel slightly elevated, you're walking taller, you've been validated, then schedule a time to see that person again. If you feel connected to this person, but disconnected from others, then this is lowering your vibration. This is lowering your energy. Righteousness, sharing a mutual enemy, gives you a false sense of connection. We're right and they're wrong is not at the top of Maslow's self-actualization pyramid. This is actually a level two fear. When pe- so it makes you feel sort of connected, like, hey, I get to belong to a group. We're right. Everybody else is wrong. But it does not open yourself up to love and connection of all humanity. When people aren't open to hearing other opinions, they get defensive, uh, they are closed-minded, they just can't even tolerate, that's fear. 
they're scared. And they they should, instead of focusing on being righteous, they need to focus on feeling safe, that they, recognizing they are safe, they are fine, that nothing bad is going to harm them, nothing's going to get taken away from them. And so focusing on safety is really important. So if you are around someone else, just really pay close attention to uh, do they uplift your energy or do they does it feel like they pull you down or pull you away from other people because there's a connected with one person and disconnected from a whole group of people is not elevating the energies on the planet and it's not helping you live your best life so i have decided that i to offer, because this was so inspiring, this question for me today, that I want to offer some free group coaching so that all y'all who are feeling crappy and are sick of feeling crappy can come together with other people who want to feel better, who don't want to stay stuck and crappy. So you can listen to somebody else be coached. You can get some validation. You can feel uplifted. And so I want to be a part of the solution. I want to be a part of a a place for you to go that's online that you can just take 30 minutes out of your day to uplift your energy and rise above so that you can be that leader for your family, for your friends, and start vibrating at that level of peace and safety and love and joy. Okay? So... You can go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash 10Q and you can sign up there. That's my newsletter. So you'll get 10 questions to ask yourself every day. And then I will send out the Zoom link for all who want to join this free group coaching call. So you can uh, stop feeling crappy and but spend time with other people who are also feeling crappy and are sick of it. Okay? So we're going to create a community for you just for you. So I hope to see you there. I'm not sure when the first Zoom call will be, but uh, I'll be doing it for sure in September. I'm going to end with the quote of the day. Believe something and the universe is on its way to being changed because you've changed by believing. Once you've changed, other things start to follow. Isn't that the way it works? Diane Duane. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope to see you in the free webinar or actually by the time this comes live, you'll just be the recording of the webinar. Um, But you can sign up for my time for the talk class if you have a nine to 12 year old and you haven't yet had the talk with them or you've had the talk and you feel like "Mm, I haven't really covered everything there is to cover. The time for the talk class will do that for you. I remember being amazed because like you know, this stuff I've been teaching for decades, like it rolls off my tongue pretty easily. But I still, by the time my kid was like 11, I hadn't covered a third of the subjects that we cover in the class, just because there just wasn't that convenient, teachable moment, you know, for it felt natural to bring it up. And so it's kind of nice to have the class where we cover all sorts of topics that you kind of get it all out there on the table. And your kid's get to recognize that, hey, my parents actually know things and I can turn to them for questions 
and they're not as awkward or embarrassed as I thought they'd be. And so it's just this really great opportunity to kind of open up the lines of communication between parents and kids. So I hope you will join me for Time for the Talk. You can uh, learn more about it, register at timeforthetalk.com. Thanks so much, everybody. Take care. Want a free life coaching session? Go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.